Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Friday Fire. It is Friday Fire number 38. Man, we are cutting through these and this year has just flown by. It's uh, Friday, October 22nd. We are officially like a week and a bit from Halloween. I know everybody's excited for that. So I've got a short show for you this week. Um, my name is Sam, the small business surgeon. And for those of you just finding the show, we do full length interviews Monday. And then on Fridays, I run this little Friday fire where I like to talk about lessons that I've learned from the week. And uh, this Friday fire is actually going to be cumulative on uh, last week's Friday fire. It's going to stack well with it. And, uh, you know, some of the shifts that I've gone through mentally since joining uh, the Apex Executives program. Now, for those of you that follow me, I think, you know, probably a good uh, 25-30% of my listener base is actually in Apex and knows what it is. Um, So for those of you that don't, it is a mastermind group that has various levels. And um, it's for business owners, entrepreneurs, and salespeople. And, you know, it really challenges uh, people to become the best version of themselves possible. And I have joined uh, the highest tier of Apex uh, as of a couple of weeks ago. And just the mindset shift from being around those guys, for any of you that are kind of on the fence about <clears throat> investing in yourself, um, it's really something you should uh, should look into because just the mindset change from this last couple of weeks alone has been something I really wanted to touch on because, you know, coming in and being the, the, the small fish in this massively um, valuable pond. You know, I'm used to being the big fish wherever I'm at. I, I kind of gravitate towards the the leader role um, just naturally and forcing myself to be uncomfortable and putting myself in situations where I'm in the room with people with net worths that are bigger than any I've been around before. And they're all self-made. Um you know, just being around that mentally has been worth uh, every penny of the membership and then more. Um, but none of it matters if you don't do the work and the work's the hardest bit. Um, what I do and all the steps for business and all the steps for being an entrepreneur and all this shit that we do, success is is simple. It's just not easy. And by being around a, a group of guys that are more successful and understand that, it has uh, it has worked absolute wonders. And you have to do the work. If you do the work one step at a time, this shit really does um, allow you to affect so many positive changes in life. And there's no way that I thought I'd be a podcaster. There's no way that I thought I would have any of the success we're getting. Um it was just a dream, and now I'm I'm walking through life with just the biggest grin on my face because I'm being pushed to succeed by people that are further along than I am, and it's wonderful. So if you remember last week, um, one of the biggest problems that a lot of entrepreneurs face is they don't understand where they want to go. Um, I've got a client right now that's got a, a company with mid-seven figures in revenue, and he doesn't know where he wants to go. Uh, I could sit now and not change anything about anything that I do 
and make a very comfortable living for the rest of my life. And no, I wouldn't hit the goals that I hit, but I, I could realistically work at 25% of my capacity uh, and coast now. And I have no intention of doing that. Um, it's the guys in the group that are pushing me on to be successful by helping me clarify what I actually want. When you've got a roadmap for where you want to go, it's very easy to see that destination, plan a route there, and then put your pedal to the metal and actually go and get there. And again, the majority of entrepreneurs that, that I work with, they don't know where they want to go past I want to pay the bills and I want to work for myself and I want to be my own boss. They they don't ever give any pause to I want to grow a $20 million company or I want to grow to 50 million and exit. Nobody ever thinks about where they're going. And one of the things that's really challenged me to do, and I want to challenge you to do, is go back to last week's episode and write out a list of shit you want. So last week, I was surprised at the things I wanted. Um, you had to go quite a way down the list before anything material was on there. Um, it was a lot of lifestyle things I wanted. And the, the number one thing was to be 100% remote or have the capability to work 100% remote. And I ran that past my crew, and that was a desire that a lot of them had too. And so we have started looking at what pieces of the puzzle that we can put together for our uh, our clients, what we can do there that we need to be at the office for, and then what we can entrust to uh, to remote work. Because we have like our own fucking server so i can see when guys are working and saving files and making changes and like you know so i and honestly i trust my guys um a lot um you know we have a very very tight-knit group that all share the same core values so if i say to one of my guys hey i need you to go and do x at y um i i never have to worry about it again um, they're, they're a very, very trustworthy bunch. Uh, again, that's something that we've developed over time. You, I'm not just going to stick an employee there and trust that they're working, you know, 40 hours a week, but man, we've really started to seriously take steps to where, you know, we can more or less, um, with the exception of some meetings, um, set our own hours. Um, I wanted to be a better and more involved father. Uh, I'm around my kids a lot, but a lot of the time I got my phone with me and I'm working deals and I'm, I'm answering text messages and I'm posting on social media and, you know, I can pay people to post on fucking social media. I need to be a more present father. So we took some, uh, took some steps to rectify that. And then, uh, the big one for me is, is, is not being in shape so much, you know, that's doable for me. It's actually falling in love with the process of exercising every day. That's the biggest block I want to come in, uh, to overcome. And everything on that list of mine is very, very achievable. But it started with a long and honest look on my calendar. And I've had quite a few people reach out over the last week and, and try to book uh, meetings and try to book podcasts. And I've told them, I'll open my calendar up again next week. I've got to figure out um, my days and what my days look like. Um, and... You know, I'll start out with the mornings. So I want to tell you to build on last week's fucking list of wants, which if you haven't got, you should go and get. You should stop what you're doing and take time. And it took me several weeks. You're not going to do it all in one session. 
but to write out everything that you want. And when you run out of shit to write, think even harder because that's where the good stuff comes. That's when the, this is what my impact on life is going to be. That's when that shit comes. When you write down, I want the BMW and I want the fucking airplane and you write everything else down, eventually you're going to run out of shit that you want. And then it's like this little magic fucking shift in your imagination. You start writing down things that you could do and the impact that you could have. So it's vitally important you write that shit out. But like I'm around like a bunch of high performers and like (laughs) there's a whole fucking bunch of these fellas they get up at like 3 30 in the morning they get up at 4 30 in the morning they get to like get to it you know i see posts on facebook when i get up and 4 15 a.m roll call checking in who's in the gym get it guys let's fucking go and i'm like yeah i want to be like that i want to be up at four in the morning like, yeah fuck me it's miserable do not get up at four in the morning like if the fire alarm's going off maybe maybe you got to pee maybe I am a firm believer in the principle of one four o'clock per calendar day. And I like that to be in the afternoon. Um, You know, but (laughs) working out in the morning and getting all your shit done is like, if I get all that knocked out, I get the rest of the day to myself to do the things I enjoy. So I like to eat the frog and get the workout done. But I got to be out the door at stupid o'clock to go and do the school run. And so... The only way for me to fit it in was to get up at stupid o'clock. And I would fail. I would be like, you know what? I'm just going to hit snooze. I don't need to be out the door till this time. I can, yeah, I'll just do it later. And some evenings I'd get my workout in and some evenings I wouldn't. I'd procrastinate. And I found that not committing to a 4.30 a.m. workout and just kind of hitting snooze and getting up at 5.30 and doing it from then. I'm getting up at 5.30 every day then maybe I just need to like fuck this 4.30 thing off and go and do like, go and do me. But, you know, you look at your social group and everybody is in the gym at 4.55 in the morning and I'm like, you know what, shit, I just, that's just, I, it's not for me. But what I did do and what I would urge you guys to do, I I, I gave an honest appraisal of my calendar and it's a very it's a very sobering thing to have to do, but it's something that it's like having an honest appraisal of your bank account, your budget. Your calendar is your time budget, and it's just it fuck no, it's more important than your money budget, but your calendar is how you budget your time right and it's how you spend your time and when I really was honest with myself. And I looked at this calendar, I found a chunk of poorly managed time from the time I dropped their kids back off with their mom to the time I went to bed. So I want to share with you guys now what my day has looked like for the last few days and what my routine looks like moving forward. And I want you to listen to the things that I've got written down and I want you to see how much that it has affected my business and my bottom line by controlling my time. And it's one of the first things I take my clients through is a study of their time and a detailed self-assessment of their calendar and the disappointment that follows because I'm killing it during the day and then I hit a switch at six o'clock and I'm done and I'm not achieving the shit I want to achieve. So now my day looks like this, okay? I've moved my alarm. 
I know, I get to sleep in in the mornings and I get up at 5.30. Um, so that allows me to get up, drink my glass of water, have a little quiet time, do my gratitude and get my morning routine out of the way. And I am very much showering when I wake up. Um, so now I have two showers because I just don't want to get out of bed and not take a shower. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm out the door by 6.25. I am over at the kids' place at about 6.45, get them ready for school, out the door by 7.15. I walk Charlie into school. Like, that is a given. I park the truck down the street. We walk into school. I give him a fist bump. I tell him to go crush his day. I have to pay a little copyright to Drewby every time I tell him that, but whatever, we'll get over it. And then... After dropping him off at school, like William goes to different schools, so his mom takes him. Um, but now after dropping him off, I go straight to the gym or I go to the trails and I go walk. And I can be there by 7.45, which means that I can be home, I can be showered, and I can eat, and I can be out the door after my workout by 9.15, which then puts me at my fucking table that you've all seen, uh, for coffee at 9.30. So all I've done is move my wake-up time back an hour and I've moved my exercise to a time where I know I'm going to be awake and I can't skip it. So I've made it a process. I drop Charlie at school, I walk him in, I get in the truck and immediately, like I dress for the school run in my gym clothes. Problem solved. But now I'm starting work an hour later, which is great. Because all I did at 8.30 was have a meeting with the guys to start the day. And then I would take appointments from 9 o'clock. Well, all I'm doing now, the same thing. We're going to start the work day at 9.30. And I've challenged my guys to put a morning routine together where they take their dog for a walk, where they exercise, where they get plenty to eat, where they do some reading, where they journal, where they express gratitude. But I've challenged my guys to do that. And I'm hoping they step up to that because it's worked for me. So now what I've got is a time block from 10 to 12 for 100% serious focused work with no distractions. And I'm feeling good because I've eaten and I've exercised and I'm clean because I've showered and I can focus for two hours straight. And then at noon, I break from the office and I go to William's school. He goes to a half day school and I pick him up. We grab some food and I can be back at the office having eaten by 12.50 to 12.55 right in time for a laser-focused two-hour work session from one to three. Then at three, I've got a little break. 3.15, we leave to go pick Charlie up. And then this is a big one. Um, on my calendar now is two hours from 3.30, picking Charlie up to 5.30 when the mom gets him for boys-only time. And you've seen me do Facebook Lives with my kids. You've seen the kids make their videos. Maybe they come make videos with me. Maybe we do a Facebook Live. But we're not going to do anything until we've sat down at the table and we've gone through everybody's homework and we've got our homework done. And I need to be present for that. I don't need to be at work from 3.30 to 5.30 every day. Most people are winding their days down by 3.30 anyway. They're just fucking watching the clock. And there's not a single thing I can't talk to a client about at 6 o'clock. So now... I have a third focused work session from six o'clock to eight o'clock. And that's for the less intense work. That's for networking. It's for training. It's for watching my training videos. It's for learning. 
Um, and it's for taking client calls and consultations because all my clients and all my target audience that I try to do business with are like me, which means that they are generally open to a chat after work and around dinner time, and it's much more laid back, and it's much easier to have serious conversations. So I kind of like this little switch to where I'm working a little bit more. I, I uh, drop my kids off and I head straight back to the office, and it's good because in real estate, you know, clients want to meet after work. They want to talk after work. That's okay. So I adjusted my work day. So I'm working six hours at whatever my job is for that day. But it's all in super focused two-hour windows that allow me to live the rest of my life outside of my work. Then it's planned that I get home about eight. And from eight o'clock to 10, 30 or 11, the night's my own. Like I use it for reading, for my hobbies, yeah, I've got hobbies. I'm a musician. I love playing music. I love entertaining. So I use it to practice music. I may indulge in a guilty pleasure of a Netflix show every now and again. You know, I'm fucking human. And I get to cook dinner. And I get to eat right. And it's three hours of free time. So now, instead of having a full-time job to juggle and kids to juggle and trying to force myself to the gym, I've looked at my calendar. And I've managed to budget two to three hours of quality time with my boys every day. I've budgeted three hours of free time to use for whatever hobbies and cooking and anything else I want. I've budgeted time for a morning routine that allows me to be grateful for the things I have. It allows me to focus my mind. It allows me to listen to podcasts and get the exercise that I need in. I've budgeted six super productive and focused hours of work and six to seven hours of sleep. And it was so fucking simple. I had to write down what I wanted and figure out how to budget my time to get the things I want out of life. And the fucking crazy thing is, it, 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 it's counterintuitive because you've been taught to carry the load on your shoulders. You've been taught to work as hard as possible. You've been taught to jump in the fucking ditch and fix the broken ditch machine when the ditch machine breaks. But you've never fucking stopped once and thought, what if I run my fucking life like I would want a well-run business to run? And the crazy thing is the more I control my time, I get more done, I make more money, and I'm just, I'm wonderfully happy overall because I'm spending my time intentionally working on all of my goals and all the things I want out of life. And that has come about only from getting clear on the things that are most important to me and making them a fucking priority. So my question to you is, what are you waiting for? Think about it. All right, that was going to be the end of the show. But I wanted to just sidetrack here a minute and say that as an employer, right, I performed this exercise with my employees last week. And just the change in a week has been fucking incredible. As an employer, I was taught to manage through respect of authority. 
and you do what your boss tells you because your boss tells you that. How many of you as employers have stopped to ask your fucking employees what they want out of life? And how many of you as employers have then taken that plan and taken actionable steps to help your employees hit your goals? Because that's what we've implemented in my businesses this week. And I have never seen so many fucking smiles around the office. So that's my little additional nugget. If you're doing this shit for yourself and you figure it out for yourself, you owe it to every single person in your organization to give them the same gift. Give them the ability to dream. Give them the ability to define their goals. Give them the ability to define their ideal career. And then set up a path for them to work on that with you as part of your organization and to grow with you and reward them appropriately. And I have never ever been part of a better work environment or a better culture than the one we have going on now. All right, that really is the end of the show. That's it from me for this week. I hope you have a fucking wonderful, wonderful weekend. And as always, I completely forgot to check the show notes to see who's coming up Monday. I'm going to have to have Kyle edit that and speak right here. And Kyle, just say who's coming up Monday uh, in your voice, mate. It's Chris Whitehead. All right, that's it from me. You'll have a fucking banging weekend and uh, we'll see you same time next week for another Friday Fire. Take care, stay safe. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at TXFoundry. Thanks for tuning in.